was that dream kept reoccurring. After the first time, she'd mention it to her friend Belle Delaney. A drowning dream? Belle had asked with the arch of her eyebrow. Do you feel that in waking life you're being sucked into something you'd rather not be a part of? Maggie had groaned inwardly. Belle had never kept it a secret that she thought Maggie was making a mistake when it came to Flint. Too much baggage, she always said of the sheriff. His baggage came in the shape of his spoiled, probably psychopathic, petite, green-eyed, blonde ex. I have my own skeletons. Maggie had laughed, although she'd never shared her past, even with Belle, before moving to Gilt Edge, Montana, and opening her beauty shop, Just Hair. She feared it was her own baggage that scared her the most. If you're holding anything back, Belle had said, eyeing her closely, you need to let it out. Men hate surprises after they tie the knot. Guess I don't have to worry about that because Flint hasn't said anything about marriage. But she knew Belle was right. She'd even come close to telling him several times about her past. Something had always stopped her. The truth was, she feared if he found out her reasons for coming to Gilt Edge, he wouldn't want her anymore. The dream isn't about Flint, she'd argued that day with Belle, but she couldn't shake the feeling that it was a warning. Well, from what I know about dreams, Belle had said, if in the dream you survive the drowning, it means that a waking relationship will ultimately survive the turmoil. At least that is one interpretation. But I'd say the nightmare definitely indicates that you are going into unknown waters and something is making you leery of where you're headed. She'd cocked an eyebrow at her. If you have the dream again... I'd suggest that you ask yourself what it is you're so afraid of. I'm sure it's just about his ex, Celeste, she'd lied. Or was she afraid that she wasn't good enough for Flint, just as his ex had warned her, just as she feared in her heart? The wind lay over the tall, dried grass and kicked up dust as Sheriff Flint Cahill stood on the hillside. He shoved his Stetson down on his head of thick, dark hair, squinting in the distance, at the clouds to the west. Sure as the devil, it was going to snow before the day was out. In the distance, he could see a large star made out of red and green lights on the side of a barn, a reminder that Christmas was coming. Flint thought he might even get a tree this year, go up in the mountains and cut it himself. He hadn't had a tree at Christmas in years. Not since... At the sound of a pickup horn, he turned, shielding his eyes from the low winter sun. He could smell snow in the air, feel it deep in his bones. This storm was going to dump a good foot on them, according to the latest news. They were going to have a white Christmas. Most years, he wasn't ready for the holiday season, any more than he was ready for a snow that wouldn't melt until spring. But this year was different. He felt energized. This was the year his life would change. He thought of the small velvet box in his jacket pocket. He'd been carrying it around for months. Just the thought of it made him smile to himself. He was in love, and he was finally going to do something about it. The pickup rumbled to a stop a few yards from him. He took a deep breath of the mountain air, and telling himself he was ready for whatever Mother Nature wanted to throw at him, he headed for the truck. Are you all right? His sister asked as he slid into the passenger seat. In the cab, out of the wind, it was nice and warm. He rubbed his bare hands together, 
wishing he hadn't forgotten his gloves earlier. But when he'd headed out, he'd had too much on his mind. He still did. Lily looked out at the dull brown of the landscape and the chain-link fence that surrounded the missile silo. What are you doing out here? He chuckled. Looking for aliens. What else? This was the spot that their father swore aliens hadn't just landed on one night back in 1967. Nope. According to Eli Cahill, the aliens had abducted him, taken him aboard their spaceship, and done experiments on him. Not that anyone believed it in the county. Everyone just assumed that Eli had a screw loose, or two. It didn't help that their father spent most of the year up in the mountains, as a recluse trapping and panning for gold. Aliens. Funny, Lily said, making a face at him. He smiled over at her. Actually, I was on an all-night stakeout. The cattle rustlers didn't show up.